Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today, we are dissecting Milan, the Buick Lucic's season here on Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we're just going to chit-chat about Milan Lucic and the false hope that his resurgence gave us. And, of course, we're going to close out the show with a little bit of Stanley Cup final talk because it does kick off tonight, and we have plenty to talk about. So... The big question, the big thing with Milan Lucic is has always been, well, who won the who won the trade? I don't ever think I don't think that question ever needs to be brought up again because it is indisputable that the Flames won the trade. Milan Lucic was tearing it up in the NHL when James Neal was placed on waivers, and you know James Neal did make it to the Eastern Conference Final with the Springfield Thunderbirds in the AHL so you know it you know but that's not the same it is just not the same Lucic found a new spark in Calgary and it was so nice to see you know he was working with coaches who he had worked with in the past like Jeff Ward who coached was the assistant coach for the Boston Bruins back in 2011 when they won the cup so there was some familiarity there and it was great to see him you know, have a, have a voice and be a leader in the locker room. But he went nearly two seasons without a goal, and it just was not what you were paying him to do. Uh, you know, there's only so many times you can throw around big hits and take penalties and get into fights before it starts, you know, looking not so great. But, again, this wasn't the same Milan Lucic that so many people fell in love with back in the early 2010s. James Neal, like I mentioned, goes down to the AHL, and Lucic just poured gasoline on a fire and started finding his game again. He was tearing it up on the ice. It was like every time he had that puck on his stick, He was shooting and going five hole and goalies could not read it because part of me thinks like, oh, you're kind of doubting him to make a solid shot because he's not offensively inclined. And again, I'm not a goalie. I I played youth soccer as a goalie because I didn't like running. I still made some good saves. But again, like I'm just trying to use some critical thinking skills here, right? Like, you're not going into this and thinking Luch is going to score on me. So you're just like, okay, uh, and then he goes five-hole on you. And then he does it on the next <laughs> on the next goalie and the next goalie and the next goalie. And eventually it stopped. Eventually he just hit a plateau. He had one goal in the last 48 games of the flame season, like the regular season. 
That is not what you're paying someone $5.25 million to do. It's the same way you're not paying (laughs) Sean Monaghan $6.25 million to sit on in the press box and be scratched. Being injured is a different story because you can't, that's out of your control. But he had four shots in 12 games through the postseason and his ice time during the Oilers series was slashed. It was incredible decrease in time on ice and it just was not the Lucic that everyone was so used to seeing. And I say I literally I say this as someone who liked him, loved him when he played in Boston. And little did I know if I could go back and tell and tell how, how old was I? Uh, 12, 13 year old me someday Milan Lucic is going to block you on Twitter. I would I would I would want to break her heart in that moment. But you know what? Um, I just, I think that what, what is fun and what is good about Lucic is the big hits that he does. And when he gets the puck on his stick, the saddle dome erupts and people are like, the broadcasters are like, what are they, why are they booing him? And then they're like, oh no, they're saying Luch. And it was just fun to watch like I'm not trying to like eulogize him as if he's like dead or not coming back next season but you know I think that he isn't who he used to be and that's okay that's literally what happens as you get older you're you just like stop getting or you're just you just stop being good at things that you used to be really good at I used to be really good at rollerblading and now I suck at it and now I stink at it you know like it's not um it's not always a pretty decline. It's not always a gr- fall from grace and just like a little peaceful sort of thing. Um, but it's, uh, it, it happens. It just, it happens. And it's a shame when it happens to someone who is a fan favorite. And, you know, coming up next, we're going to absolutely talk about the future for Milan Lucic and what... What do the cards hold for him, and what does if what does a buyout look like for the Calgary Flames if they decide to take that route once the buyout window opens? But first, let's talk about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business that is making your life a million times easier for car, auto parts, truck parts, carpets for your car or truck that you need, and. Uh, RockAuto.com is just a lifesaver when it comes to having to do any sort of DIY work to your car. I fixed my window with Rock Auto. Now I have to get my brakes fixed. You think I'm going to go to the dealership? Absolutely not. I'm going to head to RockAuto.com and order the parts I need for my Hyundai Sonata, which, which the website makes it so easy to navigate. All I have to do is type in like, your make and your model and it, it like there's all these little drop down buttons and it makes it so much easier to navigate than I thought. So head on over to rockauto.com today and check out their amazing variety of selections for the do-it-yourselfers, the pros, or 
someone who just needs a helping hand and make sure you put locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you rock auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com thank you so much for tuning in to locked on flames as always you can follow me on twitter at just Belmosto. i'm flashing it on the screen right now if you are watching on youtube but it's j-e-s-s-b-e-l-m-o-s-t-o All right, remember back in 2020 when Lucic had had finally found his game again, and he was really, he was scoring goals. Now, I'm not saying he was Johnny Gaudrawing it up out there, but he he was capable of scoring goals, and he, he... was scoring goals after nearly two years, two seasons of a drought. I think it ended up being like 180 something games, 182 games without a goal. Like it was a full baseball season. Imagine going an entire baseball season without, without hitting the ball. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. Probably not. But anyways, there was an article that came out and I remember reading it and I knew and this, I knew exactly what this article meant and what the breadcrumbs were. And it was an article about how he considered retirement. And in my opinion, once you start thinking about retirement, it doesn't leave your brain. You know, it's just, it's always there. It's just kind of like a nagging thought, whether it be at the front of your mind or the back of your mind. And you know, when you start playing really well. You're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't like decide to hang up the skates. Like, I'm so glad I'm still out here. But when you have that stretch of 48 games where you have one goal and four assists, that thought starts creeping up in your mind again, right? Like you're, you're starting to think like, okay, like I gave it a true Girl Scout effort the first time, but now, like, I'm playing under Daryl Sutter again, and I, I still can't find that game. And my postseason performance is, that's not the luch that I know. That's not the luch that everybody knows and loves. And, you know, it's, it's probably a really hard mental decision to make. It's not easy by any means. Um and he's, he has one year left on his contract and then has a full no-movement clause. So it's not like the Flames can say, hey, Luch, we're going to deal you to Buffalo. See you later. Click. In order for him to be traded, he has to waive his no-movement clause the same way he did for the Seattle expansion draft. And Seattle took Geo, obviously, over Luch. And that makes a lot of sense. But buying him out makes no sense either. With a buyout, you have a buyout window. I don't know the exact dates. I believe it is right after the draft. And you have like 12 or 18 days to do it. It is a very short window. a very short period of time. And then once that buyout closes, you can't... There's no exceptions. So... Buying him out is not realistic. The Flames would only save $333,000. So you're not really doing much. Like you still have to pay a percentage of his 
salary and his contract. Like you're not off the hook for it. You know what I mean? So it's not enough of a difference maker to really be like, okay, like we'll just take the dead cap, the dead cap hit. It doesn't matter. And, you know, I, before I looked into the, like the actual numbers of the buyout, I was like, yeah, like it, why not just buy him out? Like it's, it's fine. Like it opens up a roster spot for like one of the guys down in um, Stockton, you know, give them a shot. But I don't, it doesn't make sense. It truly doesn't. Like it's not even a league minimum. He would go sign somewhere and take the uh, vet minimum, but I don't know. I, that's just not the right call for the flames to make. But I think we need to realize that big hits don't make up for the lack of production and the roster spot that he's taking up. I think it's very fair to sit there and say, like, his time has come and gone. (laughs) He's on the wrong side of 30, as they say in sports. But it's, he's given it a solid effort. Him retiring is not the worst thing that could happen and I don't think that he is someone who you know is expecting to sign like another contract after this one I think if anything it would be like a one-year deal for that league or that veteran minimum I don't think it's necessarily in him and that that's okay sometimes you just have to know when enough is enough and He has had an incredible career and whatever the decision may be, it's, you know, you have to support it. I'm not going to sit here and dog on him for that because what's the point? It doesn't make any sense. Um, Coming up next, we are going to talk about the Stanley cup final and uh, reflect on Milan Lucic's Stanley cup with with Boston I think earlier in the episode I said he's only one one Stanley Cup no I didn't I lied I'm sorry brain fart but um yeah we're gonna talk about his first Stanley Cup win and then of course the Colorado Avalanche and Tampa Bay Lightning kickoff tonight but first let's talk about bet online as always please gamble responsibly but bet online has you covered for your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including Stanley Cup Final, Major League Baseball, and the NBA Basketball Championship Finals as well. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. I have not placed a bet since the Bruins lost game two. Um, I'm a jinx and I'm just not someone who should be trying to bet because, again, I don't understand most of it. 11 years ago today, this makes me feel disgustingly old. Milan Lucic won his first Stanley Cup against the Vancouver Canucks with the Boston Bruins. Tonight, the Avs and Lightning kick it off in Colorado. And I think the only people rooting for Tampa 
are those who live in Florida and aren't Panthers fans. But if Pat Maroon, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, if Pat Maroon wins four Stanley Cups, consecutive Stanley Cups, I will stop hosting this podcast. Uh, Pat Maroon, listen, I know people make like body shame him and call him Fat Maroon. First of all, that's rude. That's he plays hockey. You don't like what are you doing? He's clearly like an athlete, right? But there are plenty of reasons to not like Pat Maroon. He's like that guy in the group project that does the absolute bare minimum and still gets the A. Those are his Stanley Cups. Also, his wife like fought Boston fans on Twitter back in 2019 and I don't think any of us really knew why but I just I don't want to see the lightning go back to back to back because the main reason I fell in love with hockey was because the idea that you know it's the Stanley Cup is literally up for grabs and anyone can take it it isn't like the NBA where you have like the same teams winning and going to the uh, final every year But Sarah Griffin tweeted it, but she said um, (laughs) the NHL is in their NBA era. And it's true. Like, I'm sorry, but this is this is the first year that it actually is the two best teams in the league going after the cup. Usually someone gets lucky. And makes it and that it. It would have been the Rangers had that been the case. Or the Oilers. But it's quite literally the two best teams in the league. Uh, I hope the Avs win it. They have been working their butt off forever. I think that they have a great group of guys there. I love their social media team. I know a few people who you know work for them and they do amazing work there and... Uh, Nazem Kadri is, I is still day to day. So we'll have to see where that goes. And, you know, the fact that he's not ruled out for this series, even after having surgery is bonkers to me, but you know, we will just have to see. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can find me on Twitter at JessBelmosto.com and you can absolutely follow the show at uh at lo underscore flames pod subscribe to us on youtube at locked on flames and i will catch you in the next episode where we are going to discuss noah hannavan